episode 389. What is heaven on earth to you? Martin Root. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Hi, I'm Adam Lewis Walker, host of Awaken Your Alpha, the number one men's development podcast that is also a best-selling book, Awaken Your Alpha, Tows and Tactics to Thrive, and also a TEDx talk, Awaken Your Alpha, How to Rise Up. You can see a theme here, but please do check these out. If you like the talk, if you like the podcast, you will love the book. The book is the best of the best, and it's available on Amazon as a coach and implementer. I'm here for you. I've got your back. Get to the podcast. It's important to really remember that you create your own arena, your environment, not just your physical environment, but just as importantly, your mental environment. This episode is sponsored by The Arena, the men's only membership community that really will enhance all and everything you're doing. Dig deeper into the effective model, philosophy and strategies. Ultimately, it's that mindset and philosophy to fulfillment and the art of living. That's mental toughness and strength going forward as a man. Stepping into the arena was what it's all about. This is going to be 10x the value. And for the founding members, please do go and check this out. This is a huge opportunity to get in at the ground floor. That's ayalpha.com forward slash arena. Get to the podcast. Okay, I've got a brilliant episode for you this week. We have Martin Root. He's the founder of Project Heaven on Earth. He's a dynamic speaker, consultant, and co-author of the New York Times bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul at Work, with sales of over 1 million copies. If, unless you've been living in a cave, chicken soup, <laughs> when you say chicken soup for the soul, that will you get you aware on that one. He is president of Livelihood, a management consultant firm in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And he's done a lot. We're gonna, I could go through his bio, but I'd like to hear from Martin directly. So firstly, Martin, are you ready to awaken your alpha today? I am, sir. A pleasure awesome. to be with you. Awesome, you too. So that was quite a short one. And as, as I say, I, I didn't give the full information out there. No, so you didn't. <laughs> what are you all about? What would you like to add or highlight to your brief introduction? Um, well, a couple of extra things that you haven't mentioned. Uh, I am a management consultant. I've worked some very large companies, uh, Sony Pictures, Southern California Edison, Marion Merrill Dow Consumer Pharmaceuticals. Uh, I've spoken four times at the Harvard Business School on vision. Uh, I've done a lot of work in spirituality and work. Most of my work has been in, in, in corporations. Mm -hmm. um, what else can I tell you? What about your, your, your newest book, Project Heaven and Earth, and it's simple three questions that I, you, you gave me a teaser that you may be putting me on the spot with? Um, I will. <laughs> well, all right, so, so let me tell you how I got into it. Um, I was going to do this speech, and I was thinking about the world and you know, people's vision. What's your vision for your life, for your work, for your nation, and for the world? And I was thinking, I'm not really happy with what I see as our story, our narrative for the world. So if the world really worked the way I wanted to do, and I had a vision for the world, what would that be? And then this thought popped into my mind. Oh, you mean heaven on earth. And Adam, my first thought was, whoa, you can't say that. <laughs> I mean, people will think you're going to proselytize or try to impose some kind of religious dogma on them, which wasn't true for me at all. I just thought if I had a magic wand, it could have the kind of world I wanted. What kind of world would that be? And that, I said it would be heaven on earth. Then I thought, well, wait a minute. I may not be able to talk to you about heaven on earth, but can I talk to you about hell on earth? Is that a permissible conversation? You know, the political turmoil in this country or that country, wars, hunger, poverty, that we can talk about. That's permissible conversation. But heaven on earth is not permissible conversation. And so that began to intrigue me. Why not? 
And so I started this inquiry. I went around to people and say, tell me what heaven on earth is for you. Tell me what heaven on earth is for you. Tell me what heaven on earth is for you. And I didn't really even have an idea in mind. The research, the inquiry that I wanted to do was I wanted to just see where people were with that question. And I got some pretty amazing answers. Mm. And the, the book, as you mentioned, Project Heaven on Earth, I distilled it down when I learned into three simple questions. And I asked you off air if I could ask you the questions, but I didn't tell you what the questions were. <laughs> And you said, yeah, I'm in. So, so <laughs> want to play? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, All right, good. just in terms of briefly your origins, you talked a bit about sort of your past there, but can you tell yeah. the listeners where you're speaking to us from today, where you're originally from and where you live? Because I know that's not a straightforward uh, answer as well that I find quite interesting. All right. Uh, like you, I'm a dual national. I was born and raised in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, uh, and moved to the U.S. in end of 89, because I really wanted to run free. Um, and I've been there and uh, not full time. We also spend the summers in Prince Edward Island, Canada, the far east coast of Canada, where my wife is from. So we have a cottage there, but we can't stay here in the winter. It's, well, it's not a winterized cottage if people know what that means. <laughs> you would <Yeah>. die. <laughs> I mean, literally, this is that serious. It's yeah. very serious weather here. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I get a taste for a bit up here in northern Michigan, but we uh, yes. pushed through it. It's not quite as extreme by the sounds of that. <laughs> no, we had a, there was a winter here several years ago. They had 17 feet of snow. It was the worst in like 100 years. You imagine that? Streets were one way. It was a disaster. Anyway, so that's that's a little bit about my background. Awesome. The three questions. Okay, let's get the three questions out. Yeah, because I I'm I'm keep that's in the back. I keep thinking. Oh, sure, listeners, will be you can play along as well with this. Please, one. please, please. So I'll, I'll slow down and ask the questions very slowly. Recall a time when you experienced heaven on earth. Recall a time when you experienced heaven on earth. What was going on? I'm going to go recent with this one. This may sure. seem minor, but I just want to keep this topical because in a good way, I feel like I've got a lot to pull from. But the thing that just popped into my mind recently, I went a trip back to England, as I mentioned to you uh, earlier, and quite sp spontaneous. I think I appreciate it more because now I live over here. In the evening, my dad, actually my brother, he lives um, in the Garen Wells, an area of outstanding natural beauty as well. He's got like a, a basically a moor, a hill out the back of his um, house, just fields and sheep. And he just said, um, oh, do you want to go watch the sunset? And then I was like, okay, yeah, I'll jump in. And my dad was like, oh, I'll come with you. And um, there's a few other people, but it ended up just being me, my dad and my brother. And we walked up to like, as the sun was setting up onto this hill, watched the sunset. We had a beer each. And then um, quite spontaneously, we walked to a, 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 just a local little pub. And we just had some really good conversation and talks. And I, I think the fact that I'm over here now, I, uh, I, I really appreciate it. And I thought, you know, to get in these three people together now who actually all three of us live in different countries now. Now he's in Wales as well. Um, and it was just a really nice time because it'd been up to that point. It's been brilliant, but it was lots, you know, kids, people, it's like lots going on. And it was just that quiet time just to, just to share their moments. And I was, I've just felt very present and just, you know, it's, it makes me a little bit emotional thinking about it now. And it's just minor, but you know, there's loads of things like that. But that was, that was a recent one. Very clear. All right, second question. Imagine you have a magic wand. If you have a pen or pencil, just pick it up. <clears throat> Imagine you have a magic wand and with it, you can have heaven on earth. What's heaven on earth for you? 
well, <laughs> playing off that a little bit, but not just to give that as a, a repeat answer, friends and family and making, being able to have them, their moments more often and, and consistently. And if we're looking more general, so not just on that, just making a, an impact in the world and helping people play a bigger game. Ultimately, that's what, you know, I don't want to go down the, the tagline of the show, waking up, but living for a purpose to help others whilst having a positive dent in the planet. That's another big thing. But ultimately that would allow the travel back to England, for example. I think of it in a lot of work I, I do. I don't think of um, money. I think of plane flights <laughs> and memories. <laughs> I equate like that it was like flight tokens. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. That, that's, that's, yeah. That's great. Great. And then the third question, what's simple, easy, concrete step will you take in the next 24 hours to have more of that? Hmm. The one that springs to mind again, cause I've just been looking at this this morning and just been working on this seat and you know, we're Friday afternoon to put where this is a context. We've got a few hours. The one step I'm doing is I'm actually <laughs> updating and fine tuning and enhancing my speaker website for the, the keynote talks, which again, as we talked about their flight tokens will allow more speaking opportunities and travel and ultimately revenue from that sense. And, you know, so that will enable purchasing flights and travel, which is it. And with heaven on earth, I, like, I do like to travel. I like to have a nice, you know, home base, but I do like, I do have that wanderlust to a certain extent at times. Yeah. All right, let's go through the question. So the first question was, recall a time when you experienced heaven on earth, what was going on? And you very clearly talked about your, your father, your brother and you, that walking in the hills at sunset in Wales and then going to the pub and how special <laughs> that was. Now, what you did, Adam, was you answered my question. What you did not do and what no one does is ask, Martin, what do you mean by heaven on earth? Mm. Nobody asked that question. Yeah. How do you know what I'm talking about? But you do. I, know, I suppose, yeah, you interpret in your own way, I suppose, yeah. Well, it's what I call, <clears throat> there's an already knowing in you about what heaven on earth is. And when I ask the question, boom, you go back to that incident. When my child was born, uh, being with my wife, walking in nature, whatever the, the content is. I was is. gonna say, and if anyone listens in, that would have been my one, but this is just in the, <laughs> last, in the last month or so. This is just, uh, you know, <laughs> honestly, there were, <laughs> I didn't want to go too far back because for the sake of the show, <laughs> we can't. <laughs> you gotta send your father and your brother this as well. Um, <laughs> And then the second question, here's a magic wand, and with it, you can have heaven on earth. The reason, Adam, for this magic wand is to remove the necessity of having to know how you're going to do it. Mm. And if you don't have to know how, then you can go purely and powerfully into the what, which you do. Friends, fa family, more often, more consistently, uh, making an impact in the world, playing a bigger game, having people discover their purpose and live that. So in your case, it was very personal and global. And then the third question, what simple, easy, concrete step will you take in the next 24 hours to move that forward? And you said, I'm going to update my website. Well, at one level, updating a website has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. But if it's in the larger context, yeah. of, but yeah. it's going to contribute to heaven on earth for me, it takes on a whole different... Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I want to qualify, yeah, because I, I don't like that. I update the website. I mean, I'll just find you my, my speaking topics and, and then I suppose with, with the more actionable things, reaching out, what, what I really want to do, but it's not going to happen in the next 24 hours, is then reaching out to organizations 
you know, I basically didn't want to reach out to organizations, some of them without this being updated, if that makes sense. So that's more of the action, because I, I agree. I think, you know, you can change fonts and change these things that they're not as important as, you know, the action of a lot of times going out there, picking up the phone, contacting people and, and doing something a little bit more. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So those three questions came about as a result of me asking people over and over and over, what is it for you? What is it for you? And you notice that I'm not imposing any definition whatsoever on you. Rather, what the questions do is evoke what's already in you, because my belief is, you know, and once this is made permissible for you, oh, I can really go for heaven and earth? Yes, you can. Okay, I'm in. And that's, so then the, the rest of the book is about what I call the seven gateways. So, because if you keep asking these questions, and I, I invite you to ask your brother, your, your father, your, 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 your wife, uh, your kids, mm -hmm. and, and just because you'll hear different arenas of answers or what I call gateways. For some people, they're personal. Heaven on earth is within me or living a global value or a relationship or ending a suffering. So the book then goes into those seven different gateways so that when you finish the book, two things. One, you will know what your simple heaven on earth project is and you'll be engaged in that. And secondly, if you choose, you'll be part of this larger context group of people around the world who are saying, okay, this is the new story. We are, we are actually naming this new story. We are co-creating heaven on earth. That's the name of this new story of what it means to be a human individual and what it means to be humanity, the collective. That's what this is about. I like, I liked it. This is already a different interview because I like, we got the, you know, what we wanted to cover and I liked the yeah. way it was turned a little bit. Okay. Thank you. So you talked about, about sort of some of your history as well. Who helped awaken your alpha, whether it was from distance and saying someone you aspired to, or you thought, hey, that's something I want to do, or that's just someone maybe closer that said the right thing at the right time for you, or was it more situational? Is there any, anything? No, it was, um, well, actually, we, as we talked before we went on air, um, there was a wonderful man that I met at a yoga retreat near you called Song of the Morning Ranch. I've only been there like once or twice. Yeah. And uh, I was sitting on the edge of the, of the lake, and this red neon sign popped into my mind. It said, the name of the game is Martin Root, and it can be played any way. And I never knew that. I never knew you could play the game any way you wanted. And then the next day or two days later, this man walked into my life, Bob Branscombe, God rest his soul. He was a vice president of a hospital in Chicago and had combined uh, personal development with management by objectives. And I, you know, about being responsible and, and commitment and, and achieving beyond what you believe possible, things that I'd never heard. I was so excited. I flew to Chicago, took his course and said, okay, that's it. I'm taking this to Canada. I'd never run a business. I didn't know anything except there's gold here. I knew that. When was a time, a really challenging time for you when you had to really, you know, fight for your alpha and it didn't go well. It was a challenge, but obviously you've, you've been made stronger through it. That's a brilliant question. I remember very distinctly an, an incident. Um, I had gone to California and I had heard, this was in the late 80s, this word vision. Now today, if I talk to you about vision, nothing. But in those days, I mean, it was like you were smoking dope or something. People back in Toronto said, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. And I remember sitting around a table saying, I want to talk. I want to do work on this thing called vision. 
everybody, Adam, at that table, my wife, very good friends, you can't do that. You can't do that. No, no, no. And so that was a choice that I, I had to look inside and go, okay, I hear what they say. They're, they're only doing it for my benefit. And what is my deeper truth? And it was like, I got to go for this. And that's happened several very distinct times in my life where the external reality says, no, don't do this. The internal reality is you got to do this. And that's been a very powerful lesson for me. Through your work and your obviously book, what do you think people have the most struggles with in identifying or even pursuing their own heaven on earth and, and going through that process? A couple of things. You know, I think you're the first person who's ever asked me about that because there's a whole chapter on the book on that. Um, <laughs> one is I don't believe it's possible. I've never had heaven on earth. I've never seen heaven on earth. It can't be done. Um, so that impossibility is one. Another one is, well, who am I? You know, I'm this, this guy who was born in this little city and in, in your case, Britain or, or Canada or blah, yep. blah, blah. I can't make any difference in the world. That's another huge one. Um, and another one is, I'm afraid of what people will say if I say I'm working on heaven on earth. You know, I don't have agreement out in the world. I think those are the three biggies. And when they get in touch with what heaven on earth is from these three questions, it changes it all because they see that it's not the misbelief. It's not the negative belief. It's not the impossibility. This is what I want. Add to that this growing number of people around the world who are saying, yes, this is the time for heaven on earth. Now we have this, this cultural shift going on. What is, or when was a time when you felt like it was heaven on earth for you? Your question number one, back to you. Thank you. Two things. Um, this morning, uh, my wife walked into the office here and something funny had happened. I don't even remember what it was, but the look on her face, the joy of expressing to me this thing that was funny, I don't even remember what it was, but I, I'm seared in my mind is that look on her face. That was heaven on earth. And your second question. <laughs> Again, <I was> probably... <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah. Imagine you have a magic wand. Yes. And with it, you can have heaven on earth. I, I want to tell you something. This is one of the most interesting interviews I've done. <laughs> You're very good. You don't ask normal questions. I love that. Um, that, oh boy. Whew. that we unleash the power that we have, that we've forgotten, that we unleash the agency that we have, that we've forgotten to really have the kind of world that we, our souls long for. And I think at this point in the evolution of humanity, that is what's coming out. It doesn't look like that on the surface. The surface is all turmoil and political and blah, 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 blah. But what I've seen, Adam, more and more is this deep desire in people to have their soul uh, act in the world. And, and so that people get that, that this is the story. We are consciously creating, co-creating heaven on earth. That is heaven on earth for me. And then what's the third question? What's the third question, what one actionable step are you gonna take in the next 24 hours to make it happen or move towards it? <laughs> And this podcast oh, oh, no, is qualified, but this is, <laughs> we're already doing this. <laughs> you can see that I wasn't prepared to have these questions asked of me. <laughs> um, we're going to, at four o'clock today, um, uh, the, do you know what the Qantas Club is? Nope. It's, it's a service club, like Lions 
or Zanta or I don't even know what they are in Britain. It's a service <laughs> club where, where men and or women go and they fundraise and do good work in the world. Anyway, the Kiwanis Club here in Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island has an award called the Heaven on Earth Leadership Award. Oh, yes. Yeah. It is open to any student in either public or high school in the entire province. They have to come up with a, a, um, a project of their own, a Heaven on Earth project, by their definition, mm -hmm. and then they have to do it, and then they submit uh, for the award. And so we're, this will be the third award this summer to this young kid who uh, raised money for a charity that is just so mind-boggling to me what young kids can do. And of course, Kiwanis is just thrilled because they want to get kids into service. And so this is an award that they they love it. I love it. So we're going to be presenting him, Ollie, at uh, 4 p.m. today. Awesome. And we're going to move into the alpha round now. And I'd like to start that off with, what's a, a quote or phrase that really resonates with you, either your favorite one or just really your approach to life? Anything that springs to mind? Yeah, well, this was a phrase that came to me years ago when I was doing a training, participating in a training, um, an old S training. And... Um, you have to do it by yourself and you can't do it alone. Ah, I it's like that. Coin. You have to do it by yourself and you can't do, not but, and you can't do it alone. Very good, very good. What's a particularly impactful book for you personally and or one you gift or recommend to people? Is there anything that springs to mind? Yeah, there's a fabulous book called I Am That by, uh, it's a series of, um, transcriptions of uh, talks that a man named Sri Nizagarata Maharaj, who's passed away, I never met him. It is, I've had this book for 40 years, Adam. I still have not finished it. When I first got it, literally I read like a paragraph and it had to go away for six months. It's pure <laughs> consciousness. So I've been reading other stuff of his, but that's the book that I, I he's, he's phenomenal. Awesome. Is there a particular habit that you do, if not daily, you know, quite a few times a week potentially, that keeps you operating well, you know, keeps you on the straight and narrow, and if you don't do it more importantly, you really notice it? Is there anything that springs to mind? Very clearly. At seven o'clock every day, my wife, uh, we have a little alarm goes off on our, uh, on my iPhone, which is uh, Ennio Morricone's Gabriel's Oboe from The Mission, which I love that song, and we stop, if it's appropriate, wherever we are, and we say the following to each other. With love and thanks, we are experiencing heaven on earth, we are creating heaven on earth, and we are co-creating heaven on earth. And we do that every day at 7 p.m. And uh, it came from an idea from a woman who, who uh, took one of my webinars in Austria, and she's uh, does her own thing at 7 p.m. Yeah. So we, So I would ask your listeners to come, you know, yeah. Think of a, a 7 p.m. heaven on earth uh, affirmation. Yeah. I like I like the you know the three three variations of heaven and earth there, and and I can say my, my own sim, similar version that sprung to mind. I have an alarm that goes off you know two to three times a day, but specifically at 7 a.m. actually at the moment, and it's and it just but it's just a simple alarm, but it's just this bold, loving, impactful you know that affirmation, just that reminder of that's how I want to going out into the world, and just reminder, and I just. So I really, I like that. That's a, that's a good one. Okay. All in everything you do, it could be business, could be personal. Are there any specific resources that you use that you think are, you know, something good to share or 
there might be you feel well-known resources but maybe you use them in a particular way a bit like what you just told us actually <laughs> i like motivational quotes a lot like really good motivational quotes i think if people pulled motivational quotes or speakers out of my life that would be a real big loss mm. okay yeah yeah <laughs> from your network having gone through the bulk of the interview now who do you think would make a great interview for the Awakening Your Alpha show? Does anyone spring to mind? Well, you've already interviewed him last week. You did, yeah, uh, and that's how I, that's how obviously we got speaking. David so, Wood. David Wood, give him a shout Who's out. Doing, oh, amazing! I hope he was he was talking about tough conversations. Oh, I loved it. Loved it. Yeah, it was really good. It is brilliant work, Adam. Mm -hmm. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah, I, I did say, I remember saying to him, just like the way you was talking about then, I said, it's genius. When he told me some of his idea, I was like, that's genius. I love it. It is. It is. It is. He's been working a long time and it's all come together now for him. Okay. Is there anyone else? <laughs> and again, this is one that if no one does, then, you know. No one does. But I have you in mind now because you're a very unique interviewer. Ah. You're unique in the sense that you bring stuff out of me that I hadn't, that I don't normally talk about. Not that I'm embarrassed by yeah. it, but your questions do that. Awesome. And uh, well, this could be the, the last one that hopefully will bring out something that you wanted to get out. What was the one question that you thought I was going to ask or you wished I'd ask and you feel like I've missed a trick here? Is there anything that you uh, feel is left unsaid that you want to get out? I want to answer that, but let me ask you another way. What is alpha for you? Ah, yeah. So this, yeah, this was a question that I got asked a lot during my own TEDx talk that I really had to define it. So I started with awaken your alpha is the two definitions of alpha that are in the dictionary to talk about the alpha century star that shines the brightest and then from the animal kingdom to achieve the highest rank so for awakening your alpha is to is shine as bright as you can with your time here and not to put others in your shadow but to illuminate and to achieve the highest rank in areas of your life that are important to you so again if something's not important to you then you know whether it, whether you know it's important to someone else that's fine, but if it's not important to you, then it's, it's not about achieving a high rank in that. So it's, it's really about that awareness of finding these things that are important to you and then looking to raise the bar in all areas of your life. Brilliant. No, I'm just thinking uh, there, is, um, there are a couple of other things that uh, I want to just plug my book, but I want to plug it in a unique way. What's the title? Can you read the Project title? Project Heaven on Earth is what I can see. Right. Now, read the same title in another way. Okay, if you back it up a bit, I know what you, I think I can if back it up a little bit. So it's the, yeah. the first word. Oh, project. And On, pr project. Oh, pr yeah, project. Yep. So the title is Project Heaven on Earth. So your being, your alpha and your sense would come out into the world. And Project Heaven on Earth, the doing. So Project Heaven on Earth, the book refers to both your being, the heaven on earth that's in you, and the doing out in the world to make it show up more and more out in the world. Awesome. I've come up with an idea recently. I think you'll love it. It's called The Case for Heaven on Earth. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're just really sitting there. If when people buy 20 or more of my books, I will do a free one hour webinar for them, for any group they'd like. So go, go to um, Amazon, because the book is available on Amazon Worldwide buy 20 or more, send me that receipt. The contact information is on projectheavenonearth.com where the questions are as well that I asked you. All that information is there. And uh, I'm happy I like to- like that. That's a really good idea. Cause uh, you know, 
I, I'm always picking up from every interview I pick up. So I picked up lots here, but straight away as an author, I'm thinking, I like that. That's a really good, good way to do well, that. Well, the, the thing is, you know, buy my book. <laughs> and then I, I was doing this talk years ago and I thought, but why, I would like you to buy a case of books. <laughs> that was so outrageous. And I thought, okay, well, how would I do that? And then the idea came to me, the case for heaven on earth. I mean, it's a lovely pun. <laughs> Awesome. And what's the best way people connect? You said a, a few sort of websites. There. Yes. What's the best Pro way if they want to find out more? Projectheavenonearth.com. Projectheavenonearth.com. The three questions are there. We didn't talk about it, Adam, but if you go to a, the, the tab called stories or our stories, there are 63 examples of what people are doing all around the world at present in, in projects about heaven on earth. So this is much more than a good idea. This is really a movement that has got momentum behind it. Um, you can sign up there for our free uh, seven-day course. All the information is there. Brilliant. Well, Martin, it's been an absolute pleasure and the time has just flown. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. This episode is sponsored by The Arena, the men's only membership community that really will enhance all and everything you're doing. Dig deeper into the effective model, philosophy, and strategies. Ultimately, it's that mindset and philosophy to fulfillment and the art of living. That's mental toughness and strength going forward as a man. Stepping into the arena is what it's all about. This is going to be 10x the value. And for the founding members, please do go and check this out. This is a huge opportunity to get in at the ground floor. That's ayalpha.com forward slash arena. All I ask at this stage is give this your attention. Go and have a look at it. Click the 10 Alpha Laws of Power, my free giveaway. That's something I put a lot of thought into and will be useful to you. Standalone will be useful to you and I think will help as you move forwards. And also, if you don't relate to that, this is very not likely not the arena for you. But if you do resonate with some of the points on there, you're exactly the person I'm talking to and exactly the person who can come in and be part of this team. 